Jeffrey Epstein was a bad person. We all know that. How did he die? What was Bill Clinton's friendship with him? So many questions remain. There's a very disturbing documentary on Netflix right now about Jeffrey Epstein, and there's a book out that uncovers a lot of this. It's called A Convenient Death, The Mysterious Demise of Jeffrey Epstein. And let's say hello to the author, Alana Goodman. Alana, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This story is like an onion. We keep peeling more and more layers off, don't we? There is so much here. Our book looks at two main issues. First, we investigate the very bizarre circumstances leading up to Epstein's death in prison and questions about whether foul play was involved. And second, we looked at Epstein's powerful network of friends, and this includes Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, uh, the uh, Victoria's Secret billionaire Leslie Wexner, and we found that he had a very clo- a closer relationship with these political figures than they had previously acknowledged. For example, we found that uh, Epstein had a direct line to Bill Clinton going back to the 1990s when he was in the White House. And in one example that we reported, Clinton was actually pulled out of a party at Carolyn Kennedy's house on Martha's Vineyard by the Secret Service to take a call from Jeffrey Epstein uh, back when he was president in the 1990s. Um, and he stepped out and, and took the call for about 10 minutes and came back to the party to, uh, yeah, just clearly reach him pretty easily. Alana, explain to us, billionaire Jeffrey Epstein held minors against their will, sex trafficking. This guy was the worst of the worst. Why is it inconceivable that he committed suicide to avoid spending the rest of his life in jail? It's absolutely not. Um, I mean, and, and, and the short answer is that we still don't know what happened. Um, but based on what we found during the reporting of this book, we don't think that foul play can be dismissed outright. Um, and, I, and I have to say, I mean, Daniel Halper, my co-author, and I have been investigative reporters for many years. And when we started on this book, we were very skeptical of the skepticism of, uh, over Epstein's alleged suicide. But as we started reporting this out, we found that there were just so many people surrounding the case who had their doubts. Um, so that's not to say that, you know, suicide should be dismissed outright. Absolutely not. Okay. Um, it's certainly very possible. But um, there just are, there are a lot of questions and there are a lot of people, you know, closely surrounding this case who have significant questions. For example, we talked to uh, prison guards who worked at MCC, which was the prison where Epstein died, uh, who said it would have been extremely difficult for him to kill himself in this way without outside help. We talked to Epstein's lawyer, uh, David Schoen, who described how Epstein was enthusiastically plotting his legal defense strategy in the hours before he died. Mr. Schoen said he was just fired up. He was not, he didn't want to be prosecuted on this case, but he was really focused and wanted to fight it, you know, well, they, with Alana, everything that he had. They had so much evidence against him. Did he just realize, okay, there's no way I'm going to win this case. I don't want to spend the rest of my life in jail. I just want to hang myself. Sure, that's absolutely a possibility. And another one that was raised while we were reporting this out was that, um, you know, some sometimes this happens with inmates who want to be transferred to a different, you know, to a medical facility. And so was this something where he might not necessarily have wanted to kill himself, but it, it was, you know, it, he just wanted to look 
look like he was trying to commit suicide so that he could get transferred out. And that came from people who knew him and said that it just seemed completely like the last thing they ever thought that he would do. He was just, you know, very uh, much a narcissistic type of person. And it just didn't, they didn't think that the thought would cross his mind to kill himself. He had so much money. He was so, um, I know, but the evidence kind of confident in his ability to fight this case. I know, but the, um, and his lawyers were extremely confident, but the evidence was so damning. We're talking to Alana Goodman. The book is entitled a convenient death, the mysterious demise of Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, there's two sides to this, to this guy. You have the sick side where the teen sex trafficking, holding women against their will, young girls against their will. And then you have the celebrity side, as you mentioned, with Clinton, Trump and uh, Wexner. What was his relationship with Bill Clinton? Let's dig into that. Yeah, so we we found that there was closer than uh, Clinton had previously acknowledged, and it went back to the 1990s. Um, One of the very interesting things that we reported out was that um, we were told that Bill Clinton, his primary motive for hanging around Epstein was that he was having an affair with Ghislaine Maxwell, who was Epstein's on and off girlfriend. Ghislaine Maxwell was Epstein's madam, right? She has been called that. Yeah, she has been accused of helping him procure underage girls. Yes, um, yes. And, and that certainly could have been something, you know, would have been something that Epstein could have leveraged against Clinton in this case. Did Clinton confide in Epstein about his affair with Monica Lewinsky? He did. So, so Epstein was fascinated, his friends said, with this, with Bill Clinton's affair with Monica, and and he just couldn't understand why Bill Clinton would do this. Epstein apparently didn't find Monica Lewinsky very attractive, and he said, oh, I don't understand why he would, you know, risk the presidency for this. So he apparently asked him one day while they were on, on a plane together, and Clinton told him, you know, I, it was because she was the only girl in the White House and, the, and there was no one else there. And I guess it was kind of joking about it with him. So they did. I mean, Epstein tried to kind of pull this information out of out of people like Bill Clinton, who is a, obviously a very powerful political figure. He he liked to get people talking about, you know, sex and subjects like that. Right. Of um, course. Or he could get pull this information out of them. Prince Andrew, what yeah. is his connection with Jeffrey Epstein, and were there underage girls involved with Prince Andrew? Well, he has been accused um, by, by at least one of Epstein's victims of um, of sleeping with her when she was underage. So he, yeah, and, and and for Andrew, it's been very serious because there is a there's actually a picture of him with the with the girl. Yeah, his arm and around her. He has not really done himself many favors with, I don't know if you saw his interview oh, that he terrible. did yeah. um, about this, but yeah, it, it's been, um, <laughs> he's definitely taken a lot of heat on this. Uh, and, and I think rightfully so, because this is, this is something that, you know, these, these are people in positions of power. These are people who Epstein kind of used to whitewash the crimes that he was committing. And, you know, how could people have not seen this? They were in his orbit. They were traveling with him. It's a very kind of complicated case. Was there any connection between President Clinton and the sex trafficking? Or he was just having an affair with Ghislaine Maxwell, who was Epstein's madam? 
There was nothing that we found. Um, that's not to say that it doesn't exist, but no, we, our sources did not, you know, we, we didn't find any of that during our course of reporting. Um, we did find that, uh, that Epstein and Donald Trump had a close relationship as well. Um, at one point, Trump organized a party for beauty pageant contestants at Mar-a-Lago and invited Epstein as like the kind of featured male guest, according to the pageant director. And um, he spoke to the pageant director, who was very angry about this because he said he had kicked Epstein out of his events, you know, a few years prior to this because Epstein had been coming on to the girls. And some of these girls in this pageant were as young as 15 years old. Uh, so we were we were also told that Trump did eventually cut ties with Epstein when he found out that he tried to uh, actually solicit the daughter of a Mar-a-Lago member. Uh, and this was before Epstein's first arrest in the early 2000s. Was President Trump or President Clinton ever on that notorious island? That was not something that we established in our reporting. Um, okay. I know that, that, that there was some reporting on that from the, uh, the Netflix documentary. But no, we... We did not find that, again, does not mean that it didn't happen, but right. it was just something that we were unable to corroborate with our sources. And who is the rock legend who was just as dirty as these guys? So this is something that Epstein boasted about to friends. He said that on one trip to Asia with Bill Clinton, that Epstein tried to rope Bill Clinton into some sort of orgy with Mick Jagger, who was also there in his hotel room. And this was uh, something that Epstein liked to brag about. I mean, he, he liked to he liked to boast a lot. He liked to talk, talk about of course. political figures that he was friends with and, you know, different salacious details of their lives. And we have to but remember. In this case, he said, that, he said that Clinton did not take the bait in this case. Though. And Jeffrey Epstein was a multi-billionaire. He had a lot of money. So I can see why President Clinton would want to hang out with him because he would donate to his campaign or his foundation. Donald Trump, billionaires like to hang out with billionaires, right? Yeah. I mean, we actually found that he's he is not worth as much as he had claimed. Um, we found it was worth around $500 million. And actually, our investigation indicated that most of his money came from Leslie Wexner. Victoria's and Secret. His, and his relationship with Leslie. Yeah. So, Alana, in your opinion, to wrap this up, in your opinion, do you think he committed suicide? Um, I think, I mean, the, the short answer is that we just still don't know. Um, but based on what we found, we don't think that foul play can be dismissed outright. I think that we need um, more information and more transparency from the Department of Justice and from the New York Medical Examiner's Office. Um, they should release video evidence and full medical evidence so we can have a complete account of what happened that night. I think he painted himself in a corner and he, he thought there was no way out and he just hung himself. Yeah, well, I, I think that's definitely a a top possibility of what happened. But um, I, I, I do think that in a case like this, look, it's, it's been 10 months mm-hmm. um, and we, he would have gone to trial this month if he were alive. He, he's never going to face justice. He was able to evade justice in this case. And I think people deserve to hear from the government whose custody he was under. Give us all of the details about how this happened, whether it was incompetence, by the guards, which, as I said, we spoke to guards who worked at that prison who just found that mind-blowing. And, you know, whether it was incompetence or, or, or whatever, we need to know what happened in this case. And I think that there is 
a lot more evidence that can be released by the government. Do you think he paid off some guards and said, listen, if you don't walk back here, I'm going to commit suicide. Here's some money for you. I think that we should I think that we should have the interviews that were conducted with the guards and other prison officials after this happened. Um, I think that release, you know, they should release the, the medical records, right? Any footage that exists and interviews with inmates who were on his in his cell block at the time of his death. Uh, the book is entitled A Convenient Death, The Mysterious Demise of Jeffrey Epstein. Alana Goodman, thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me.